Welcome to another episode of the Find You Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Pinkham. You can find me on the gram and all social media at Lee Pinkham. And now you can find the Find You Fitness Podcast on Instagram at Find You Fitness Podcast. So be sure to go and give us a follow there. Uh, remember, guys, I have the Find You Fitness stickers out if you'd like one. Uh, just If you're interested, shoot me a DM. I can get one out to you. So today's podcast is entirely inspired by Reddit. I recently <laughs> installed Reddit I don't know, it's probably been a few months now, but I have found myself on it for everything. And the community is awesome. And there's a lot of uh, fitness forums in there and I, I follow them all. So I just can't get enough of it. And you know, some of these forums are created for, for beginners, beginner fitness and all this kind of stuff. And, and if you don't know about it, you know, get on Reddit and follow some. Uh, there are a ton of great communities up there. That they're all geared towards, you know, beginners. You know, some of them are, obviously, but it, it really takes me back to some of the early questions I had when it came to getting started in the gym, like the the very basic things, um, as far as like, you know, when you walk into the gym, where do you go? Uh, you know, is is there an etiquette? Is there gym etiquette? Things like that. Um, so I got some great questions. I, I reached out to Reddit, the Reddit community, and I said, I asked them some questions. I said, hey what are some things that you're concerned about in a beginner form um so today we're going to look into it we're going to get into what it takes to let's say make a good workout routine uh when when you should do cardio how to deal with gym intimidation and even how you should set up your workouts when you have some sort of injury uh some of this may apply to you you know maybe and some maybe it doesn't but you may have a family member or a friend that they could really benefit from this and they could use this advice uh so send this to them and it could be a push they need to get started or to get going in the gym. So uh, without any further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Don't worry about failures. Worry about the chances you miss when you don't even try. You know, I often think about how crazy the world would be if we were all never afraid to fail. If we all weren't afraid of being judged or scrutinized for our decisions, so many people, they never unlock their full potential because of their fear of failure. And typically, the fear of failure is masked by some type of an excuse that we come up with in our heads. And, and that thought can be so powerful that we actually believe it and we never go for it. And I see a lot of that firsthand in the gym. You know, a nervous guy or girl musters up the courage to step into the gym. And it's so powerful when you see someone sort of unlock that mindset that they can do this. You can feel the energy off of this person. It's easier to sort of see this in the gym. Uh, you can, you, you know, every day you can constantly see how someone is changing, you know, based on their aesthetics as well as their confidence level and, and just their overall attitude, their demeanor. So today's podcast was was heavily inspired by the wonderful Reddit community, where I popped into a beginner fitness forum and I asked them some questions. Uh, you know, I asked for some questions that run across people's minds while they're trying to get started in the gym. Uh, being that I'm not a beginner anymore, I, I forget about some of the small stuff that are some of the others, you know, some of others biggest fears, uh, like what is the etiquette for using a machine or cleaning equipment, uh, basic gym etiquette stuff that is just so ingrained in my mind. And it's just so obvious. Uh, I don't even think about it and how that people, you know, stress out about this kind of stuff. So, uh, let's run through some of these questions. The first question that was asked was how do you determine a good routine with what types of exercises to do on the daily. So there's, I'm going to go down a few paths here, and I think they're all necessary. Uh, one of them is, and it's 
it's the truth and it's what a lot of people don't want to do. And I get it. It's financial, but um, the best way to do it, if you want the easiest, smoothest transition into the gym, hire a trainer. Uh, I know this isn't feasible for most, but it, it can save you the struggle of just trying to get it all figured out on your own. And, and that can take a very long time. I didn't hire a trainer and I'm doing just fine, but I've committed to the fitness field. I've been in it for seven years now. Now, if I would have hired a trainer at the beginning, I would imagine that I would have progressed a lot further, a lot faster from the beginning, from the get go. Uh, but I didn't. So, um, you know, if you are thinking about it or you're on the fence about getting a trainer, if you just ask, you know, ask a trainer at your local gym, someone that you've seen, or I guess if you haven't been going, you haven't seen them, but maybe someone you trust or something like that, that you know, that's going to be good, a trainer. Uh, sometimes they'll even train you a few times and then they'll give you a little workout routine to do on your own. Nothing crazy. Uh, you know, some trainers, they're not a fan of this, uh, but I never minded doing it as a trainer. It's, it, it's helping you get in the gym. Yeah, you know, sure, it's not money in my pocket, but that's not what it's about to me. I, if you're in the gym doing something, that's great. Uh, at my old uh, gym, what we used to do is these orientations, and I would basically say, hey, you know, if they would come and talk to me about training, but they just couldn't afford it, I'd say, look, a private orientation is thirty dollars. It's an hour session, and I'll show you anything you need to know, and I'll just kind of get, I'll just kind of write something up for you to do uh, really fast. Is it going to be perfect on my end? Absolutely not, but. We just want to get people in the gym. We just want to get you working out. So if you're just in here using the facility, using the equipment, using the dumbbells, then oh, that's a step in the right direction. So let's just say, you know, maybe you're someone you're determined to get starting on your own. Okay. You want to just, you just want to do it on your own. You've seen, you know, thousands and tons of thousands and thousands of people that have done it on their own. Um, I highly, highly recommend to start small. You know, too many people, and especially in the new year, they try to go from zero to 100 way too fast. For some reason, a lot of us think that we have to go all in to create a new habit, right? That's the majority of the reason why so many gym new resolutioners fail. <laughs> they, they, they don't start small, so start small. Commit to one to three times a week. You'll know you'll make it to the gym. And this may be on Mondays where you can pack your gym clothes on Sunday night that way, it's not an issue when you're rushing Monday morning, you know, getting ready for, for work or school. Um, and then just head straight to the gym when you get off, get off work or out of class. You know, if you can only commit to the, to the one day a week, that's fine. People think that you won't, you won't see changes from one day a week. That's can't be further from the truth. You can. Will it be as fast as like three days, three to five days a week? No, but this one day a week will eventually turn into two. You'll realize that you can't actually add another day. You, you'll just have to make some time for it. And, and I call I call this feeling, I, I call that the itch. And that itch is going to turn from one day into two days, into three days. And the next thing you know, you're a gym rat. And, and let me go ahead and tell you, once you kind of get into it, you start seeing change. You start noticing confidence. You start feeling better. You start being healthier. You start making smarter decisions throughout your entire lives. You're more productive at work. You're more productive at school. You're going to get that itch. And let me go ahead and tell you guys, the itch never goes away. Okay? You always have the itch. You always have it. And you always be chasing more of it. I promise. And all this being said, this only matters if, if you're having fun in the gym. As far as the specific routine, you know, there's there's two different routes I recommend going on. If you've committed to three days a week, take the first day and do an upper body day. 
The second day, do a lower body day and, and just alternate between the two. You know, you can add core workout to the end of one of those days or take the third day of the week and do cardio and core. Um, there, there is no best way to go about this. Uh, you know, I've had success doing full body routines. So you go full body Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, it, it's, it's, and that's going to be the second kind of route I recommend, but it's whatever way you're going to stick to. For example, if you hate the lower body day, but you love core work, put core work at the end of the lower body day and you'll have time to, you know, earn the, your, your core work. You have to kind of do the legs before you can uh, get to your core work. And, and another popular split that I just mentioned is, is the full body split. Pick three upper body movements and three lower body movements to hit in one day. Okay, the next time you go, when which if you're spending three times a week in the gym, try to go every other day. You know, you need to have that little bit of rest and recovery between. That's why I'm not saying go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, but then hit the lower body first and, and then the upper body the next time you go in. Now, I, I think a, something that a lot of people get overwhelmed about is, well, I want to be the most effective, have the most effective use of my time. Well, don't worry about what's the most effective split. I think that's where most people get so thrown off. When, when you ask yourself, am I even doing this in the best way, is, is what I mean there. Uh, as far as the actual movements go, pick a compound movement to do first. A compound movement is something like a bench press, a squat, a deadlift, or an overhead press. You know, do this first. Let this be the first, like, thing you do after like maybe a five minute warm up or something like that. And a warm up can really consist of anything. You can walk on the treadmill to get acclimated to the environment that you're about to work out in. Um, it can be, uh, you know, on a piece of cardio equipment, or you could just kind of run in place or whatever, whatever suits your fancy there. It doesn't matter. Um, but do this first. And so let's say, you know, a bench press on your upper body day, and then pick about three to five accessory movements to do on top of that. Accessory movements would be, you know, things like maybe machines or some dumbbells and uh, you know, bicep curls, tricep extensions, uh, things like that. And and as for how many you should do, as for the rep scheme, that's what that's called. I'd stick to something really simple, you know, like three sets of ten reps with sixty seconds rest between sets for everything. So basically, you would do ten reps of an exercise, you would rest for sixty seconds, and then you do ten reps again. Um, I, another common question, I, I was actually really surprised that this was one of the more common questions I received when I was training uh, and, and, and helping people kind of you know build their own routine was, how do I know that this weight is enough? Well, it's, it's like, to, to the way I look at it, it's very like, well, uh, how do you know the weight's enough? Well, I mean, is it easy to do? <laughs> and usually it's kind of like a, it's usually kind of one of those answers, but Okay, well, let's say that let's make the rep, rep the weight heavier. You know, can you lift this weight with proper form for ten reps? Yeah, you can. Okay, then, then go one more time. You know, can you can't lift that with proper form? All right, let's go back to what we could. So let's kind of find that threshold and let's work there. Um, and you know, if it's <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It's just pretty straightforward in in, in that aspect. Uh, find a weight that pushes you but keeps your technique, you know, perfect. And it may barely start to break down towards the end, but if it does, take a little bit extra rest and hit it again. And if your technique breaks down, you just drop the weight. Uh, and, and this is all, all like this advice is very general, very basic, but it's just all intended just to get you inside the gym. Believe it or not, like I said, you're gonna find yourself itching for more, 
especially when you start to see improvements, whether, you know, that'd be aesthetically or through the weights that you're lifting, you, you know, okay, well, you know, the 15s are pretty easy. Now I'm going to move up to the twenties. You've heard the quote before. Uh, it, it doesn't get easier or you just get stronger. Right. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the way it works is, okay, man, well, you know, the 15s, I feel like my form's pretty good now and it's feeling easier than it did the first week. Uh, should I go up? And it's like, yeah, heck yeah, you should go up. And the same rule applies as long as your techniques there and your form doesn't break down. Hell yeah. Go up to the twenties and see how they feel. So the, the second question I got, and it was a follow-up to the first one is when to do cardio. And this one I could, I could talk about for days. Uh, my perception on cardio has changed a lot over the years. Um, I, I'll get into it, I'm sure. But uh, first, first of all, if, if you're looking to build muscle or lose weight, you do not have to do cardio. The idea that cardio is necessary for fat loss is a total myth. I, I don't, I ran into a friend the other day at the gym and, uh, you know, it was, a, you know, it's early in the new year kind of thing. And, uh, I hadn't, you know, I hadn't seen him in the gym and I said, Hey man, how you doing? What are you doing? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, Oh, I'm just hitting the treadmill trying to lose a little bit of this. And, you know, they pat their belly and, uh, I, I love this guy, but, uh, I'm like, Oh dude, you know what you should do? He's like, what's that? I was like, you should hit the weights, just get on some machines, lift some weights and move around. He's like, well, he's like, no, nah, I'm more concerned with like losing some fat. I'm like, Oh my God, this is that's probably one of the, the things that irks me the most in the in the space. And it's it's not their fault. They just don't know. Uh, but it can only be kind of debunked by, you know, people like me that can just ramble on it on a podcast and then post about it on an Instagram page. And hopefully it reaches two people that reach out to four people that reach out to eight people um, to get the message out. But it, it is not necessary for fat loss. It's a, it's a total myth that you have to do cardio. Um so if, if that's why you want to do cardio, and then, then you need to take a step back and kind of reanalyze this. Resistance training is actually going to be more beneficial to losing weight than cardio is. And, and here's why. Re- resistance training, it puts on muscle, okay? We know that. That's lifting weights. It puts on muscle. Muscle is very expensive to maintain. It, it's going to require a lot of energy just to maintain itself. So if you take a muscular person and compare them to a runner... You know, the muscular person will burn more energy throughout the day, just living their lives compared to the runner if neither of them exercised. And this is where it gets misconstrued. Now, if you want to burn the amount of calories, the most amount of calories within the next 30 minutes, cardio will win that battle. But the lasting effects of resistance training ultimately triumphs cardio in terms of burning energy. Now, as far as when to do cardio, again, it's going to depend on your goals. Are you trying to get ready for an event where you need to have a higher aerobic capacity, you know, the ability to run a long distance, a higher cardiovascular endurance? Then do the cardio first. If you're just seeking overall health, then I would do resistance training first when training. Um, Some people like to have a day where they solely focus on cardio. It it just ultimately depends on your goals. Now, you my perception has really changed on cardio. Uh, I used to think that, you know, if I were as bulk season baby, I didn't need to do any sort of uh, cardio work um, because it wouldn't help me, you know, gain weight. And uh, in, in theory, I mean, it really just depends on how 
many calories you're taking in in a day and how many you're burning. And obviously, if you're doing cardio, you're going to burn a little bit more calories throughout the day. So that would say that if you're trying to put on weight, that means you need to eat a little bit more to compensate for that cardio that you did on top of your resistance training. But it, so that that's a very popular thing in the bodybuilding uh, you know, space is, well, it's kind of bulking season, so I'm not going to really do cardio. <clears throat> And I'll just hold my cardio for uh, cutting season when I need to have, you know, more calorie expenditure. Well, if you're competing for a competition and which, you know, I have friends that are, uh, that's more likely the steps that they're going to take. Now, I do have a lot of friends that take the, uh, um, you know, they do the dirty bulk sort of thing where uh, they're just kind of bulking um, and eating uh, poorly but and not doing cardio. And it's more of an excuse to not do cardio and to eat poorly than it is because they want to put on weight. Uh, but you know, it's a conversation for a different time, but you know, ever since I started doing you know, more CrossFit style training, I have, and, and another theory when it comes to the cardio thing, I, let me back up for a sec is that by doing cardio, you're going to, um, lose muscle mass. Right. And um, if you only do cardio, you will lose some muscle mass, but it's, I have been doing CrossFit for uh, a year and a half now, and I have been—I am in the best aerobic shape of my life when it comes to running. I've PR'd my 5K. I've almost got it sub 20. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm in the best aerobic shape of my life. Uh, even when I played uh, soccer in college and played in high school, I'm better than that. Uh, like I said, my 5K is almost sub 20. And I have lost zero strength. Uh, I still have over a 450 deadlift. Um, my bench has always been about 275, 290, depending on the day. And uh, I've been working a lot on my and my squat uh, is probably sitting around 340, 350. And that's those numbers really haven't changed too too much. I mean, you know, I, I can't say it's the only thing that's factored into it, but I really thought I was going to lose a lot more strength, but I haven't. So. <clears throat> The third question I got was from a female. Uh, she fears that because she's a female, everyone's going to stare or laugh at her when she goes into the weight section. So she was wondering how she should handle that. How should she, how can she, what should, what can she do about that? And I've heard this from many female friends over the years. You know, they get intimidated. They're scared. They don't want to be in there. There's too many guys and, you know, it's a saucer's fest, all this kind of stuff. But there's two things that pop in my mind right away. The first thing is just go with a friend who, who does work out, even if it's just occasionally. They've already overcame that fear. Um, girl or guy, it doesn't matter. Just have a friend that'll take you. And that, that's definitely going to help you feel a lot less awkward in the gym. The second thing I always say is if someone laughs at you, you know, if you're worried about that, uh, if, if they laugh at you for trying to better yourself in the gym, they must be a really shitty person. And, and they're probably someone who wouldn't you wouldn't want to be friends with anyway at, outside of the gym in the first place, right? So forget that person. Screw them. And often do I see someone new coming to the gym, I may actually stare, you know, being you know that person that you may be intimidated of. Uh, I may stare, but all I'm thinking is how I'm happy you're in here trying to better yourself. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I might be checking out your form and your technique, uh, but I'm just trying to make sure you're doing it safely. And that's just the... Uh, I guess that is the trainer slash you know, future chiropractor slash just exercise nut in me. Um, and, you know, I would help you out if I feel like you're someone that would looks like they want advice. Um, but it, it's great that someone is brave and confident and tries something out of their comfort out of their comfort zone. So don't be afraid to do it. And I and 
it's easier said than done. I understand that. Uh, but you have to have to believe in it and you just have to bite the bullet, walk in there one day or bring your friend or have a friend come with you. And, um, or you can ease your way in, you know, gyms are laid out in a very particular way. If you haven't noticed, uh, the f- very first thing when you walk into most gyms, uh, most traditional gyms, the first thing you're going to see is cardio equipment. <clears throat> Excuse me. The next thing you're going to see are weights and uh, the, the machines. And then the lastly, you're going to see a lot of the free weight stuff. And if you notice, and you know, even working in gyms, you know, for several years now, that's kind of the uh, transition people go through. They start on the cardio equipment, and then they're like, you know what, I'm going to try that weight machine out over there. They get on the weight machine. Well, I'm going to try some of those dumbbells over there. You know, and so they slowly transition from the beginning to the end. <clears throat> and that is gyms do that purposely and purposefully, and that is to you know get people through the door and get them on the equipment just so they say, Hey, you know what? This place isn't as intimidating and as scary as I thought it was. The last question I had had been asked was how do I work out with an injury? When I was thinking about how to answer this one, it, it really made me realize how many people this impacts when it comes to getting started in the gym. You know, there's a good chunk of people that let this, you know, detour them completely from the gym. Some use it as an excuse some pretend it's not an excuse on why they don't work out, but in reality, it is one. <laughs> Regardless, I can't stress enough of the importance of addressing the injury now by proper rehab and movement. And this is the trainer coming out of me again. Um, if you don't know what that exactly entails, hire someone that does. If you have a bum shoulder, it's not worth risking injuring yourself more just to see if you can figure it out all by yourself. The body is so complicated. People are doctors because of the body. Because the body is so complicated, we actually get a degree that makes us a doctor. I mean, if you think about that, that our bodies are super complex. Um, you can't do it all by yourself if you don't have the knowledge to. <clears throat> and even then, it's hard for people. So understand that if it's okay to hire someone. And yes, it's going to be some money out of your pocket. Uh, but you know, do you want to be able to grab something off your top shelf? Or do you want to be able to shut your uh, trunk door uh, and be able to reach up that high and be able to do that or carry your groceries inside. Um, to me, that's worth the money. Uh, but it, it's just amazing how many people end up putting their own bodies on the back burner. Uh, you know, you, you only get one body. So probably 90% of my clientele, you know, age 60 plus, they were dealing with some sort of injury that they either neglected getting addressed or didn't take their therapy seriously, their physical therapy, and they're paying the price now. And they hate it. And I hate it for them. And and not being able to do those daily functional tasks probably really does suck. <clears throat> like combing your hair or not being able to reach that top shelf or, you know, uh, shutting that trunk door. It probably sucks a lot. Uh, so so my answer to that, if you have an injury, uh, hire a physical, go to a physical therapist and get that you know taken care of. Or at least get, you know, a list of exercises that you know you need to do. Um, you know, don't put your body on a back burner. It is the most important part of your life. And that advice goes for anyone, no matter if you have an injury or not. Um, your body is, you know, is very delicate. And a lot of times we treat it like trash. And that is something that we need to get over with, uh, get over and that whole entire mindset that, you know, we put you know, our wants, you know, we want the, you know, the sugary food, the unhealthy stuff. Um, we want to be lazy. We don't want to challenge ourselves and push our bodies to, you know, be healthy. Uh, so we just stick it on the back burner and we let these injuries take us over and we just assume that's just a part of life. And uh, it's a mindset that 
drastically needs to be changed if we want to have a healthier society. Um, I guess it's going to give me a job in, you know, three years when I graduate from uh, chiropractic. But uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't like the idea that so many people just have pain and they deal with it. They just say, this is just a part of life. This is this is who I am. Um, this is, uh, I'm just always going to have this low back pain. I'm always going to, you know, have this shoulder issue. My neck is all, my neck is always going to be so tight like this. I'm always going to have to turn my whole body to check my blind spot. Life isn't meant to be like that. We're, we're meant to be fully functional. And if you're not fully functional, uh, take steps to get that way today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another podcast. I received a lot of great questions this time around on Reddit, and I'm looking forward to doing it again. If you guys have any questions and you'd like for me to answer them, shoot me a message. I'd love to use it on the podcast, and if it's a huge question, I might just make the entire podcast on it. Uh, please, please, please take those 30 seconds and leave the show a five-star review. You know, leaving the Find You Fitness podcast a five-star review is going to help people find the show and hear about the show and help promote the show out there. But that only happens if you all leave a show a great review on iTunes. And look, that only takes about 30 seconds to do. And I know for some reason it's hard to do. I struggle to do it. I, I listen to the host to say, hey, leave a review. And yet I close the podcast app and I don't do it. And now I feel their pain. So instead of taking that, think about this. Okay, let's just say you're driving and you, and you can't do it right now. That's fine. All right. But when you get to wherever you're going and you go and open your phone and I know you're going to click Facebook or Instagram, don't do it. Click that podcast app. Hook me up with a five-star review. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Peace out.